So it's good to have Brother Rouse with us this morning. I want him to come take this pulpit. Everybody say, jump on him, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, could you give that to Jesus all across the house? Come on, I wonder, would you lift your voice? Would you hand clap? Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? So is anybody thankful for another opportunity to be in his house? God, I thank you, Jesus. God, I give you glory. God, I give you honor. God, I give you praise. There's nobody like you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. No place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I do want to say right off the bat that we give honor to Pastor Moore, Sister Moore. Amen. Especially in their absence. Amen. He uh, gave me a phone call this morning, let me in on what was going on. And amen. And I know that he would love to be here this morning, but I know that he know, he feels he's doing what he needs to do. Amen. So we give honor to him. How many is thankful for a pastor, for a shepherd? Amen. Not just, a, not just a shepherd, but someone with the heart of a shepherd. Amen. That makes the difference. Amen. And I'll give honor to them this morning. If you have your Bibles, Mark chapter 5, beginning with verse number 22. Last night, I was walking around in the sanctuary at our home church praying and seeking the mind of God and um, my mind I begin to think in my mind of people in my own personal life people that I know that have trouble and chaos in their life and they begin to make their way toward the Lord and I've heard them make statements like it's gotten worse since I started coming to church it's gotten worse since I started trying to do right. And so they give up. And they fall back to where they came from. Amen. But I do feel a burden on my heart this morning. Amen. And I know that the Lord's will is going to be done in this house today. How many just wants the Lord to have his way? Amen. Mark 5, 22 through 24 says, And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, speaking of Jesus, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. Now, Jairus has set out on a mission. He knows the need that he has in his home. And he has enough faith to believe that if I could just bring Jesus home with me, Jesus can lay his hands on my daughter and heal my daughter. And so he seeks until he finds Jesus. And Jesus begins to make his way with him. It says that Jesus went with him. And much people followed him and thronged him. Dropping down to verse number 35. says, While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why trouble thou the master any further? A bad situation just got worse. 
As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down? I wonder, would you stretch your hands up toward heaven all across the house of the Lord? I wonder, would you pray for the Lord to touch your heart, to touch your mind? Would you pray that you would be prepared, that you would be open before him? God, Lord, we, we want you. We desire you. We long for you, God. We admit that we need you in this house today, God. Lord, we pray that you would bind up the brokenhearted, set every captive soul free, God. I pray that you would touch somebody with peace and comfort in the house of the Lord this morning, God. I, Lord, I've come before you, God. I pray that you'd empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions. God, I pray that you'd fill me with your holy anointing, God. I, Lord, I admit and I know that it is your anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. It is your anointing that lifts the heavy burdens off the shoulders of your people, God. Lord, deliverance only comes by your hand and by your power, God. Lord, so we're calling on you right now to come fill this place. Come and rule and reign in this house right now, God. Lord, you were able to do exceeding abundantly above all they're able to ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, God. Bind up the brokenhearted, set every captive soul free. Call someone out of darkness and be the marvelous light, God. Open up the prison doors to them that are bound, God. And if any good thing would happen in this house today, Lord, let it be said it was because of your anointing. Would you clap your hands one more time? Oh, and I wonder, would you shout unto God? Oh, yes. He cut Come on, if you believe he's able, would you lift your voice? Somebody ought to call on that name that's above every name, the name of Jesus. God, I give you praise. God, I give you glory. God, I give you honor. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to preach to you. You may be seated. I want to preach to you this morning. Amen. Just a simple thought that the Lord's laid on my heart. Amen. I'm, I'm kind of afraid to say this because uh, usually when I make this statement, uh, I make myself look like a liar. Amen. But I'm going to go ahead and say it anyways. I probably won't be here very long this morning, but I do want to obey the Holy Ghost. I want God to have his way in this house. How many wants the Lord to have his way today? <laughs> Amen. Jairus has a bad situation going on at his house. Jairus finds himself in a place where it looks like if something doesn't change, this is going to be the end of it all. He understands that my daughter is close to death. He understands that this is bad. And he decides, I'm going to find Jesus. I'm going to get Jesus. I don't know if maybe he had seen Jesus heal. Or maybe he had only heard about the miracles that Jesus had done. I'm, I'm not sure where he stood personally with Jesus. But I do know that he had enough faith that said, if I could just bring Jesus here to my home, and if Jesus could just lay his hands upon my daughter and pray over her that she will be healed, she will be made whole. Oh, if I could just find him and bring him into my situation and invite him, 
him into my home. Invite him into this uh, this bothering me, this consuming my thoughts and my minds. I know that God can make a way in my life. Oh, when Jairus left his home that day, can I tell you, he was on a mission. When he left his home that day, he had his mind made up. I will not be satisfied with anything less than Jesus. I will not be satisfied with anything less than God moving and working in my life. Oh, I want to ask somebody today, is there a made up mind in you that says, I want Jesus more than anything else. The problems in my life, they can only be solved by the hand of Jesus. I can't do it on my own. I can't do it by myself. But faith compels me. Go find Jesus. I want to talk to us this morning. Don't abort the mission. Don't give up on what you've set out to do. Can I tell you, when you seek for Jesus, you will find him. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. The key is making up your mind to lay everything else aside. Can I tell you, nothing else can help you. Nothing else can keep you. Nothing else can sustain you. But there has to be something in your heart that says, I will search for him. I will seek him until I find him. And when I find him, I'm not just going to go part of the way with him, but I'm bringing him back to my home. I'm going to allow him to step into my situation. And I tell you, the answer to the situation that you face right now is to open up the door and let Jesus step in. The answer to what you're going through right now is to just throw up your hands and say, God, this is bigger than me. God, this is more than I can afford. This is more than I can work out on my own. God, I need you here to work in my life. Hallelujah. Jesus was the answer. Jesus was the solution. And Jairus knows if I can just get him here. Everything's going to change. But, and I don't know, this is unique to me, and maybe some of you have noticed a story besides this, but just off the top of my head, this seems to be one of the only stories where Jesus is making his way to heal somebody, and then he's interrupted all of a sudden. In the story, the first two verses we read, There's ten verses in between when we pick back up that tell of another miracle that happened. Of a little woman with the issue of blood that made up her mind, if I could but just touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made whole. There was something on the inside of her, her faith. Just like Jairus had faith that said, if Jesus will come into my home and touch my daughter, she will be healed. This woman with the issue of blood said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made clean. I will be made whole. And so she presses her way through the crowd and she reaches out and she touches the hem of his garment and right there at that 
very moment she knows I have been healed. I have been changed. And she stands up on her feet knowing that Jesus has done a miracle in my life. And while all this excitement's happening, man, all this is going on. Jesus saying, who touched me? And Peter and the the rest of them saying, Lord, what are you talking about? There's all kinds of people around you. Oh, but Jesus said, I felt something flow out of me. I felt healing virtue when it flowed out of me. Because when you connect with Jesus with your faith, anything is possible. Anything can happen. When you reach out to Jesus and say, Lord, I can't do it on my own. The doctors couldn't fix me. The lawyers couldn't help me. But God, here I am reaching out to you. And right here in front of Jairus, there's a miracle that happened. But his daughter's still laying in the house sick. And as Jesus is proclaiming to this woman that she's made whole, while the words are coming out of his mouth, the messengers come and say, don't trouble the master anymore. Why trouble you the master? Your daughter's dead. Right there was an opportunity. For Jairus to become offended. Jesus, I needed you right now. But here you are stopping to see about somebody else. I want to preach to somebody in the house of the Lord this morning. You've been praying. You've been seeking God to move in your life. And you can see him moving and working in other people's lives. And Satan would love to convince you that God doesn't care as much about you as he does about somebody else. Satan would love to convince you that Jesus is really too busy to take care of you. That Jesus, you're not really worth what somebody else is. You're not as valuable to the kingdom of God as somebody else is. Oh, but I come to debunk that lie in the name of Jesus and tell you, hey, don't give up now. Don't abort the mission now. You set out to bring him home and don't stop. I said don't stop until he's standing by the bedside until he's speaking words of life over your situation. Oh, Jairus. He had enough faith that Jesus could heal her. But now he's got to decide, do I have enough faith to believe that now that it's gotten worse, that God is still able to do it? Satan would love to tell you Hey, it was bad when you started out for Jesus. And what has that gotten you walking with Jesus? It's gotten worse. What has it gotten you walking beside him? It's only got you feeling like you're left out. But I've come to tell somebody in the house of the Lord this morning, hey, God is still able to do a miracle in your life. God is still able. Hey, you started out. Don't stop now. You started out. Don't give up now. You know what the mission is. And the mission is I need a miracle. I need the hand of God to move in my life and I will not stop until he does it. Oh, can I encourage you this morning? Don't abort the mission. Don't give up somewhere between. Why? Because Jesus is able to do it. 
it might look like it's only gotten worse. Oh, since I started praying, preacher, it feels like everything's still falling apart even worse than what it was before. Satan's trying to convince you you might as well give up. Satan's trying to tell you you might as well stop now. Hey, why trouble the master anymore? He's not concerned about you. But I feel like Jesus would want to tell somebody today, hey, you don't have to be afraid of what you're facing. You don't have to be afraid of what you're walking through. Just keep believing. I said, just keep holding on by faith hey God is for me he's not against me when I met him in the way he said I'm going to come home with you I'm going to come to your house I'm willing to walk with you into that dark situation and do a work that only I can do hallelujah Satan says don't trouble the master But Jesus says the story isn't over yet. Oh, the messenger says, you might as well just come on home without Jesus. But Jesus says, I want to go home with you still. Jesus says, I'm not done traveling with you. Hey, I was with you when your daughter was sick, and I'm with you when it looks like she's dead. Can I tell you, God was with you when it was bad, and God's still with you when it looks like it's gotten worse. Hey, it's not over yet. I said, it's not over yet. Hey, you started out to win. Just keep going. You started out to be victorious. Don't stop now. Keep going forward. Amen. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Now, if, if, if Jairus would have not had enough faith to believe that Jesus could still do it, he would have went home by himself. But there was something within him that rose up that said, You know what? I'm going to believe that God is still able to do it. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You see, Jairus understood. I looked for him till I found him. I asked him to come home with me and he's on the way to my house right now. And it doesn't matter what it looks like. I have sought him. I have prayed. I have made up my mind. Jesus is coming home with me. I've made up my mind. My situation might be bad and getting worse. But Jesus is still a healer. Jesus is still a way maker. I come to tell you, he's still able to do it in your life. Hallelujah. That phrase, diligently seek, means to search out, to investigate, to crave, or demand. Can I tell you what Jesus is looking for? Jesus is looking for somebody that says, I crave his presence. I long to stand in his presence. And my mind's made up. I won't take no for an answer. I know that God is able to do it. And I'm going to stand flat-footed until I have my breakthrough. I'm going to stand flat-footed until I see the promises of God fulfilled in my life. I've come to ask you, somebody, do you have a made-up mind? It said I started out with Jesus. 
We haven't made it where we where we want to be yet, but I'm not giving up now. I'm not going to abort the mission now. Hey, I still want to see my family saved. I still want to see my children raised up. I still want to see revival in the name of Jesus. Would you stretch your hands toward heaven all across the house? I've been praying. I've been waiting to hear the good report. But I just got some bad news, preacher. It's not what I thought it was going to be. How easy would it have been for Jesus to heal that little lady before he ever laid hands on her? And the messengers could have come and said, you know what? Your daughter just got up. She just got up and said she felt a hand touch her and nobody was in the room. Woo, she just got up and said, I'm hungry. I want to eat something. But that's not the way God decided to do it right then and right there. But God still had a plan. God still had a purpose. And I want to tell you, you've been praying for a long time. You've been waiting for results. And you keep getting the messenger coming and telling you, hey, it's gotten worse today. Jesus, I've come to tell you, don't stop praying yet. He taught out of the most high. Don't stop walking with Jesus yet. Don't, don't tell Jesus you just stay here. You're worried about everybody else. And my family's going to hell. My family. God help me, Jesus. Hey, God hasn't forgotten about your family. Just keep walking with him. I said, just keep walking with him. Just keep walking beside Jesus. And one day. Oh, you want to shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Jesus rewards those that say, and I'm careful how, how how I say this, but God rewards those that demand and that say, hey, I'm not taking no for an answer. I know you're able to do it. I know you're able to deliver. I know you're able to make a way. And I'm not going to let some lying serpent. I'm not going to let some lying devil. I'm not going to let the oppressor come in on my mind while I'm trying to sleep at night and convince me otherwise. I come to tell somebody God wants to give you peace when you lay your head down to sleep at night. God wants to let you know that you started out with me. Just bring me on in. Just bring me on into your situation. Don't stop now. Don't give up on the mission I'm still able to do it it's gotten worse I thought it was going to be a quick fix Jesus I thought I could just come to a couple church services Lord God help me Jesus I thought I could just look like I was going to be faithful But it got worse. They they, they said it was going to get better if I gave it all to God. But it looks like it's gotten worse. But as long as you're still walking with Jesus, it's not over yet. I said it's not over yet. 
Pharaoh tried doing that to the children of Israel when they said, hey, we had it better in Egypt. We had it better back there. Now you got us out here and there's water, there's hills, there's rocks, and there's an army behind us. But God said, it's not over yet. I'm about to make a way in the middle of no way. I've come to declare deliverance in Bendale this morning. I've come to declare the power of a God. It's able not only to work within these walls, but he can go to wherever the need is and he can heal and he can bind up and he can make a way where there seemeth to be no way. Hey, you lost children. It doesn't matter where they are right now. They might not be sitting on these chairs, but God can go right where they are. Your situation may have gotten worse, but God's still good. He's still the same way maker that he's always been. Hallelujah. I want to remind somebody this morning. You started out on a mission and said, I won't be satisfied till I got Jesus all up in the middle of my life. I won't be satisfied until he's standing in my home. I won't be satisfied until he's speaking over my daughter. I won't be satisfied until he's speaking over this situation. It's trying to destroy. It's trying to divide. It's trying to separate. Can I tell you that old lying devil, he's on a mission to seek and to kill and destroy, to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, hey, I've got a mission statement as well. I don't want to kill you. I don't want to destroy you. I don't want to take from you. But I want to give you life and life more abundantly. If you thought you were living before, try living for Jesus. If you thought you had a good life before, try living for Jesus. Luke chapter 17 verse 32 says, remember Lot's wife. Amen. Those three words are powerful. Jesus was trying to make a point. He said, remember Lot's wife. What did she do? She had a chance at a better life. She had a chance to say, I'm bringing you out of this sin-infested city. I'm going to give you a chance to start over. We'll give you a second chance. But something on the inside of her, instead of looking forward to what God was going to do in her life, she said, I'm going to look back uh, with a desire. I, I miss that. I want that. That's really where I want to be. And in the middle of that, she finds herself lost. She finds herself turned into a pillar of salt. Left behind. Why? Because something within her said, I'd rather have all the world. I'd rather have the things of this life. I want to tell somebody this morning, hey, you started out with Jesus. Don't look back now. You started out with Jesus. Don't stop now. The mission is still the same. You've got to have Jesus in your home. You've got to have Jesus for your family. Don't give up now. It was the hand of God that was bringing salvation to her and her family. But she chose to look back. She chose to give up. She chose to say, 
Ah, uh, it's gotten worse. The, the brimstone and the fire is falling. It's gotten worse. We're running for our lives. It's not better, but can you just hold on a little bit longer? I say, can you just hold on a little bit longer? Oh, I want to tell you, you made up your mind to get Jesus. You made up your mind to bring him into your life. Hey, don't give up now. I said, don't give up now. I know the opportunity is there. The opportunity says, why not throw in the towel and quit? Oh, the messengers will come. They'll say, hey, Job, you lost it all. Your children are dead. Your cattle are gone. Your camels are gone. Your sheep are gone. Everything you have, one message after the other, one text, one phone call, however you want to put it huh, after the other huh, and it can get you feeling like what's the point huh, and what's the use huh, but you need to take yourself back to that day huh, where you made up your mind huh, hey I've got Jesus by the hand huh, and he's got me by the hand huh, and we're going to bring revival to my home huh, we're going to bring restoration huh, to my children huh, in the name of Jesus First Peter chapter 4, verse 12 says, Beloved, thank it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Can I encourage you this morning? Don't allow your faith to be destroyed by the trial that you find yourself in. Don't allow your faith to be destroyed by the situation that you're facing in your life. Don't allow your faith to be put to the side because now I'm walking through the fire. Things were bad before, but now look at what I'm facing. Now look at what I'm going through. Honorable, you stretch your hands up toward heaven all across this house. Oh, but Paul, Paul said even Jesus suffered. Think of all the suffering that Jesus went through. You ought to feel honored that I'm suffering like Jesus suffered. But I'm not forsaken. I'm not alone. I'm not by myself. Oh, and Peter goes on to say, look, uh, Peter goes on to say, oh, when you see the glory that God wants to reveal in your life, it's kind of what, like Brother Ford mentioned this morning about Jesus. He despised the shame that he would have to face on that cross, but the joy that was laid up before him. He said, if I can just make it through the cross, hey, there's coming a day that people are going to stand with their hands lifted baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire forgiven of their sins hey that's what Jesus was looking forward to and if you can just get past the trial in your mind and see the joy on the other side you'll say it's going to be worth it all think it not strange concerning the fiery trial but hold on don't give up don't let go knowing that They would make their way to the music. He said, joy. Exceeding joy. You're going to find it. You're going to have it. You're going to experience it. I know you feel the flame right now. But Jesus is making a way for your deliverance. I said, Jesus is making a way for your deliverance. 
Rejoice knowing that God's glory is going to be revealed in your life. Rejoice knowing that, hey, I might have to walk through the fire for a little while, but I'm not going to give up on the mission. I'm not going to abort the mission. Hey, I started out with Jesus, and I'm going to make it all the way. You know why? Because Jesus is the only hope that I have. Jesus is the only one that can save my children. Jesus is the only one that can heal my mind. Jesus is the only one that can save my lost loved ones. Jesus is the only one that can put a a broken home back together again. Jesus is the only one. I've come to tell you, Jesus is the answer. I said, Jesus is the answer. If you want breakthrough in your home, try Jesus. If you want peace in your home, try Jesus. Hey, you got to try Him. you got to bring Him all the way. Jairus. Jairus and Jesus. They continue on their journey. I don't know exactly what Jairus said to Jesus. I don't know if maybe there was a look in his eye. I don't know if maybe he changed his physical posture. I don't know what he did. But somehow he communicated to Jesus. You're right. I don't have to be afraid. Let's make our way to the house. Let's make our way to the house. But first, Jesus let him know, I'm willing to continue on with you if you want me to come with you. If you want me to, I'll come. I know it's gotten worse, but I'm still the same as I've always been. I'm still the same that I've always been. And I want to tell somebody, I just feel to say this in the Holy Ghost. Sometimes it looks like it gets worse before it gets better. Sometimes it looks like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? But can I tell you, Jesus says, I know exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to step into that room and I'm going to blow your mind. I'm going to step into that room. Why? Because there's somebody said, Jesus, I still want you to come home with me. I still want you to touch my daughter. I still want you to touch my son. I come to preach to some grandparents. I come to preach to some mamas and daddies this morning. You've been praying for a long time. Don't stop praying now. Don't abort the mission. The mission is still the same. I've got to have Jesus in my home. Jesus encouraged Iris. Don't be afraid. Holy believe. Can can I tell you, when we face situations in life, there's a lot of emotions that we feel. There's a lot of things that go through our mind. But if we can get to that place where our faith would would overpower and overcome all those negative emotions and say, Jesus, I understand the news that I just got, but I still got enough faith to believe that you're still able that you're still able. Verse number 40, number 39 of Mark 5 said, And when he, when Jesus was come in, he saith unto them, Why make ye this ado? And weep. The damsel is not dead, but sleeping. 
and they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him and entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Daltha, come I, which is being interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of twelve years. And they were astonished with a great astonishment. Jesus said, why are you having the, the pity party that you're having? Why are you making all this fuss over a little girl that's just asleep? Can I tell you, Jesus' perception of the situation was different than everybody else's perception of the situation. Everybody else said she's dead. Everybody else said it's finished. Everybody else said it was over. But Jesus said it ain't over yet. I'm going to walk in there and I'm going to wake her up. And she's going to rise up off that bed. I want to tell somebody today. It looks like your lost loved ones are dead. But they've fallen asleep. It looks like it's hopeless. But Jesus said I know how to stir them up. I know how to wake them up. I know how to cause them to rise from where they are. Would you stretch your hands up toward heaven all across the house of the Lord? Don't abort the mission. I said don't give up on it now. God is able. Come on, somebody ought to begin to lift their voice all across this house. Jesus said, all you doubters, I want you to go outside for a little while. Sometimes I feel like the man that said, Lord, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. And maybe that's the way you feel in the house of the Lord this morning. I wonder, would you begin to push that doubt out of your mind right now? Oh, God, I've seen you do it for the woman with the issue of blood. But what about my daughter? God, help me, Jesus. I've seen you touch somebody else's marriage. But what about mine? I've seen you save somebody else's children. But what about mine? Come on, push that doubt out and grab a hold of that faith and say, Lord, speak over my home. Speak over my family in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you need him, I wonder, would you make your way down to this front? If you need him in your home, would you make your way down to this front? Hallelujah. If there's situations that you said, God, I can't do this on my own. And now it looks like it's gotten worse. Just keep walking with Jesus. Just keep walking with Jesus. God, we've prayed about this depression time and time again. It's only gotten worse, looks like God. Just keep walking with Jesus. God, we've prayed about this anxiety over and over and over again. And it feels like it's only gotten worse, Lord. Just keep walking with Jesus. I said, just keep walking with Jesus. Come home, Mama. Come on, you ought to begin to pray all across this house. Come on, the miracle workers in the room today. The healers in the room today. The life changers in the room today. Hey, the healer, the way maker, the difference maker, the life sustainer. He's in the room right here, right now.
come on. Come on, do you have enough faith to believe it? Come on, would you cry out to him right now? Oh, come on, would you pray? Would you pray? Come on, would you pray? Come on, would you pray? Come on, you ought to intercede for your children this morning. You ought to intercede for your lost loved ones right now. Oh, I started out with Jesus. I've come too far to give up now. Come on, pray, mama. Pray, daddy. Pray. believe God this morning.
Come on, I wonder, would you let your faith rise up right now? Come on, would you, would you let your faith rise up? God, I believe you're able. God, I believe no matter how bad it looks, you're able to do it this morning. Come on, would you pray with all your heart? God, I need you. I still need you, Jesus. Oh, have your way. Jesus in the street, walking up and down. 
Jesus and the Jesus and the darkness over every enemy. Jesus all my praise in this house again this morning come on let's give him some praise let's give him some praise there's nobody like Jesus there is no name like his name there is no name like his name he is the great I am the mighty God spleen repairing small intestines still in surgery but doing good doing well so far Pastor Moore oh how great is our God how great is our God great is our God, how great is our God, how great is our God. So it's good to serve a God, no matter when, where, why, what for, 
Brother Ralph, he's there. Well, hallelujah. He knows. He knows. And because I trust him, I to trust him, you have to allow him entrance into your life to do whatever is necessary for you and yours to be saved. He, he, it was so important that he said it like this. He said, if you save your life, you'll lose it. But if you'll be willing to lose your life for me, I'm going to see to it you save it. And I'm the one that made you to start with. I'm the one that made the devil and his angels. And not a one of them has any kind of power except I allow it. So God's working for us. Brother Rouse, let me know that Brother Rouse heard from the Lord. <laughs> Thank you for obeying God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you for obeying God. Hallelujah. But, uh, God's working. He's always working behind the scenes. And, uh, oh, he's painting a beautiful picture of his church and his bride. If you will allow him, your portrait, it's going to turn out marvelous. I said it's going to turn out marvelous. Hallelujah. 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 So we'll have church this afternoon. Anybody know what time to be here? 5.30 prayer service. 6 o'clock service begins. Again, much prayer today for Brother Sister Moore. Corey, Sister Tara, the family, and others that's been sick, battling things, that God would touch them. Amen. Praise God. I mean, know that God has heard you cry. <laughs> Let's give God one more hand, clap of praise and worship. Lord, we love you today. We thank you for your grace and mercy. Oh, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come before your presence today. Thank you for hearing our cry and for touching and blessing and healing in Jesus' name. Go home, come back, expecting God to work miracles. Amen? Praise God. Lord bless you in Jesus' name. See you after a while. Brother Rouse will be back. Hallelujah.